This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in your podcast app. Our next session presented is uh, Yufei Ding, who's an assistant professor in the Department of Computer Science at UC Santa Barbara. And Yufei is going to be discussing compiler and runtime support uh, for AI acceleration. Uh, so with that, let me welcome Yufei uh, for the next talk. Hi, hi, hello, uh, hello, everyone. So I think uh, we had we had a series of great talks this morning. Yeah, thanks for Frank's advocate for software optimization. And actually, my talk is mostly at the software level. And my uh, my talk's topic is compiler and runtime spot for exploring AI GPU acceleration. So. A little bit about myself and also my lab and our research. And if you look at the research in our lab, you will find that there are two major topics, and one is machine learning, and the other one is quantum computing. You may find that how these two topics can be combined together. I can tell you the reason is because of the end of Moore's law, and because uh, of the end of Moore's law, we somehow need to uh, explore new hardware accelerator for different kind of applications. We cannot solely rely on some general hardware accelerators. That is one trend. And I believe that is mostly uh, the uh, topics we have focused on this morning. And for, for myself, I'm exploring two other alternative approaches. And the first one is, for example, can we explore other computation paradigms, for example, quantum computing. In that way, we could uh, somehow save uh, the Mars law. And the second part of it is, can we uh, can we do something from the software system level, especially the performance engineering of software system to improve the performance? And here the performance is uh, can referring to different parts, for example, the running time and the energy efficiency and also the, uh, the robustness of the code. And so sometimes we also do verification to ensure that the optimization you have done is correct. Okay, so that is something about my research and I'm lucky to work with a series of great students and they have achieved uh, a lot of progress and a lot of our works has already been uh, incorporated into uh, softwares in these large companies. And here in this talk, I will mainly focus on the two parts of our like uh, performance, uh, performance engineering uh, uh, of software systems, especially from the compiler and runtime. And these are the two major software stack we are aiming at to solve the problem. And here I want to give you a motivation about like why we want to care about performance engineering, especially from the software perspective. And here, uh, this figure, um, just to tell you, like even on the same machine, for example, from, from the internet, uh, Intel Xeon machine, uh, which comes with 10 cores. And what is the performance difference when you use different kind of programming language and the different kind of optimizations? And you can see here, like, uh, the running time and all oh, the G flops here, there could be like even five, uh, five times, five, five magnitudes of difference in the, in the G flops, uh, of different kind of implementations. And, uh, 
people in the industry or like uh, uh, for for application development, they like to use Python. Python, the Python is great for development, but its performance is not as designed. And one of the key reasons is because Python is interpreted while like like Java and C these kind of languages they are compiled. And compiled uh, compilation will give you a huge performance improvement. And later you will find that when we do other like optimizations, like the loop optimization by exchanging the loops, we can have better data locality, and this will also lead to um, better performance. And parallelization loops is also important because, for example, for Intel or like for NVIDIA, for, for CPU and GPUs, we can have um, a lot of costs, and by utilizing this cost, will definitely give us a great performance. And also like this kind of parallel divide and conquer will help us to utilize these several layers of cache on the hardware. And there are also some other levels of optimization. And from this figure, I just want to tell you that software optimization is very crucial and it could give you a huge performance improvement. And even when we are working on software optimizations, we need to care about the hardware. We need to know the hardware features so that we know like how to develop our, our software. So software and hardware are always integrated. So um, even like our optimization are at software level, we need to know a lot of details about the hardware to match our application with the hardware. Okay, so that is our insights. Okay, so now we know like the software, uh, software performance engineering is very important. So why we want to focus on the AI GPU acceleration It's kind of a small topic under the big uh, umbrella. So the first reason I think uh, is AI is everywhere. It has been used in, in all different kind of application and different kind of research topics. And um, it takes uh, like uh, you know, a huge amount of energies for both training and also inference. And why people want to investigate a lot of uh, a lot of money into AI is because AI will sorry will bring bring us the uh, bring benefits to them from a company's perspective or even from nation's perspective. They are so uh, they are they are very important. And if you uh, uh, not only from the application perspective, but also AI uh, has been driven the, uh, the, uh, the exploration of different kind of research topics from uh, from chemistry to physics to biology and even uh, subtopics in computer science. So that's the reason why we care about these AI applications. And then how about GPU? Why GPU? Uh, you can see a lot of my research is focusing on GPU. And the, one of the reasons is GPU are CPUs are one of the main workhorse for AI acceleration. However, the performance optimization uh, on GPUs are not easy. If you look at the GPU, they have like, um, uh, for example, this kind of NVIDIA A100 GPU have one, over 100 uh, SMs and 6,000 uh, CUDA cores and 400 tensor cores. To fully utilize all these cores, in an efficient way and to, uh, to, to, to utilize these kind of caches, short memories in a good way, it's not that easy. Okay, so it requires a, a, a great understanding of the hardware and also your application. Okay, yeah. and especially uh, usually we have uh, this kind of uh, trade-offs between the parallelism, the memory optimization and the data synchronization. And 
and we have trade-off between computation, redundant computation, uh, uh, and also like uh, the parallelism and dependency. So there's a lot of design choices there, and that's uh, which is not uh, uh, in 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 other uh, in other words, there's no one solution to all problems. So it's kind of you have to tailor your optimizations to each of these applications. It's very tedious and it's very hard. Okay, and What's, what is the worst part is the AI models are developing so fast and we are not only having larger and larger models, meaning that we need to apply this optimization. Otherwise, we cannot run them in some day, right? And we'll be bottlenecked by the performance or bottlenecked by uh, the, the capability of running these AI, AI models. And they are, from the other perspective, they are, the AI models are become more diverse seeing that they are not only uh, previous like, like CNN or like uh, convolutional neural network, this kind of, they have convolutional operators and the matrix operations, but now we can have more diverse operations. So how can we uh, automatically spot all these kind of operations, all these kind of AI models in an efficient way becomes a, a very hot topics, okay? and uh, requires a lot of optimization. And based on that introduction, I think um, comes to my view of the performance optimization for AI GPU in my group. Um, in general speaking, I feel that manual optimization is not scalable and that will not be the solution we are looking for. So we have to work on some automatic solution. And uh, I know that a lot of people, even myself, are working on a lot of hand-coded libraries. These libraries can, can, do, uh, do, uh, can do great works and can be applied to different kind of applications. But the problem is usually this kind of libraries lacks of adoption and sometimes a good library is just the missing because you are coming up, you are coming up with a new AI model. For example, like one quantized AI models were first brought up. Uh, GPUs, for example, this hardware, they do not really have the spot for this kind of uh, uh, different kind of precision uh, uh, computations. Even though later NVIDIA come, with, come up with this kind of tensor cost and it, it can spot different kind of precision. It only spots, for example, one bit, four bit, eight bit. But what, uh, what if you, uh, your workload finds that uh, a three bit operation is the best and it gives you good performance? So there's no library. How do you want to deal with it? Okay. So that is what I mean here by lack of uh, lack of adaption, and sometimes it's just missing missing there. So my solution here, or my feel that that is a great trend for solving this kind of, kind of problem, is automatic and smart optimizations. And especially, I emphasize on the compiler and runtime. So you may not even get this kind of keywords from my, my paper, the title of my paper, but you can get the sense from it. So what is a compiler in my mind? So compiler is something that helps you to do the automatic transformation and with the optimization applied along the way. So that is my definition of the compiler. And usually in modern, uh, in modern world, and what compiler is usually do is it come up with a set of composable templates. And these templates just encode the, uh, the kind of optimizations that is tailored for the hardware. Okay. And then how to compose these templates together, and especially a lot of templates have some hyperparameters. So we will need to rely on the auto-tuning 
Okay, and the auto tuning will tell us like oh, the, the the right way to choose the hyperparameters in in our templates, and also how to compose them efficiently to solve our problem. Okay, so that is a compiler in my mind. And one 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 key question in this way and and has not been solved yet is can we even automatically generate a template? Okay, and by predicting the future trend of the high war involvement and the pretty uh, and a good prediction of the environment environment of the AI application development. Even we know that even we do not know the future hardware or future application, we know like how they will develop, what is the trend as a trend there, we can still like maybe automatically uh, generate this kind of templates. That is a compiler's perspective. Compiler's optimization is really static. Meaning that uh, when we compile a code, we will get uh, an optimized code, and this optimized code is rigid and it's there. So, when do we need to have runtime optimization? Runtime optimization is usually complementary to the compiler optimization. Saying that when we have an application, and the best optimization is not known because the optimization also depends on the inputs. So, how, how can this happen? And one direct uh, uh, thought is some of the GN applications, right? And the GN graph neural network, the performance really depends on the input graph, okay? So how can you apply the optimization efficiently? Then we need runtime's help, okay? And here is just uh, like uh, one working uh, uh, in, in my group, and I just briefly discuss it. It's called like how we optimize GNs on GPUs. And GN is a special like uh, neural network. And one, one, uh, one key thing here is uh, it combines the, the traditional graph analytics and also the neural network. And traditional graph analytics has very irregular com uh, computation pattern and requires a lot of optimizations, while this neural network is more dense and regular. So it's, it creates a significant uh, optimization challenges here. And our optimization here is try to uh, to build an automatic framework, as, as this framework will uh, utilize the input features of the graph, uh, uh, the input graph, and applies optimization dynamically. And also, we have craft this kind of kernels. If you think about it, it's a compiler's templates, and these templates just extract the most optimization opportunities from the hardware and the application. And by combining this kind of templates and runtime information, we could apply, uh, we could uh, generate optimized code efficiently. And one benefit from this framework is our, uh, our this proposed uh, optimization strategy has been simply integrated with existing uh, framework, the PyTorch front end. Um, Seeing that the uh, the programmer still can use their favorite Python code, a uh, Python Py Python interface to do the programming, but automatically gain this kind of performance improvement. Okay. And here is just our evaluation. So we have evaluated a series of GM models, and we have covered or um, a bunch of a bunch of like data sets, and we also try, uh, tested our framework on, on different kind, different types of GPUs, and the result is quite promising. And our framework can be both applied to inference and training, and we have times of speed ups. Uh -huh. So. 
I think this is the last slide of my talk. And just want to tell you that our group have done uh, a lot of research regarding like AI GPU accelerations, and especially from the perspective how to uh, from quantization sparsity, if they go, from the application perspective, if we have this kind of features, how can we stitch this kind of uh, input or like application features uh, with the hardware? And also like, uh, Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we, uh, our group also have some uh, ML accelerator designs. Sometimes um, it, uh, the application uh, or the optimization just cannot be satisfied by the current hardware. So can we have specialized hardware to, to fully exploit uh, the, the performance uh, uh, potential and and some part of the other part of my research is about the adversarial attack and defense and that is a major concern when we apply application ML models they give us great performance and accuracy but sometimes it's just not that robust so how can we do some optimization to um, to to defense the attacks that is some other part of my research. Okay, so thank you. <laughs> That's all for my talks. My talk. Thank you. Any questions here? Thank you so much, uh, Yufei. Yes, there is a question around uh, C, Java, Python. They have different memory management models. How does the compiler optimizers take this into account? Um, so the question is about the memory models. Of the yeah, yeah. See, Java, Python having different memory management models, and then how the compiler takes this into account. Okay, okay. So that is a very general question. For example, for for Java, Java, we think we have the garbage collection to efficiently utilize the memory, right? And for 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 C, we do not really have that problem. But here, my topic is more about uh, uh like compiler optimization for these AI models. So our templates were already extracted all this kind of memory model into uh well well get well but we'll have this kind of memory model into consideration when we define define our templates and uh, and the key question is how to define this kind of templates and how to compose them together. And especially some templates, there are some hyperparameters and how to select the, uh, the best set of hyperparameters uh, according to your application and your hardware. Uh -huh. Okay, excellent. Uh, thank you, Yufei. Uh, clearly this is gonna be a key area in terms of getting to that uh, aggressive targets that we have. So thank you for the uh, presentation today. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.